By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. It is BS.show. Are you still dancing? You're supposed to keep dancing. Are you still dancing? Hold on, man. Actually, Hold on, man. I didn't have it turned on there for it. Go ahead. What again now? I said I am still dancing, actually. Wow. But I'm... mine is um on the catwalk. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, yours is at Nutrition Stop because when you go there, you're so happy that there's all sorts of great things for you, for your lifestyle, for nutrition, things like that. That's why you're dancing. That is. And they have um, yoga. Well, they don't. They don't. They don't serve yogurt. Yogurt. Oh, yoga. No, they have a yoga class. Yoga. Nutrition stop. Nutritionstop.com. Just like it sounds. Uh, Forty-one hundred one Mexico Road, St. Peter's. One of the sponsors of our show. We do appreciate them. If you are, uh, let's say, you're not happy with the kind of stuff you're getting at all the other kind of grocery stores and things like that, check them out. It's uh, local, knowledgeable, friendly, personalized nutrition and lifestyle support. They've been serving St. Charles uh, and the area for 36 years, and they're locally owned, not some big corporation, not some company that comes in and buys all the local people out. They're locally owned, and that's very important nowadays. Nutrition Stop. Check it out, nutritionstop.com. It and is, they're delightful. Yes, 618, uh, a Monday morning. Hard to believe. Now, the way the calendar is, even though it's the 15th, this is the third Monday of the month. Isn't that sort of weird? Because we started the month on a Monday. So even though it's the 15th, very rarely is the 15th of the month the third you know, day of that month, if you know what I'm saying. You're not with me? Uh, I do. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I making any sense, Shelly? Am I, am I gone off into the ozone already at, uh, at 619 in the morning? No, you still got far to go. God, there's so many things to talk about. I have to be honest with you. I am so tired of hearing about the raid at at uh, uh, Mar-a-Lago. Oh my God, I'm just so tired. I mean, and what's interesting? I, I I heard this over the weekend. I can't find the quote, but supposedly, I think the president of Venezuela said, "Talk about third world countries where you raid your comp. You know, your your the the competing candidate of the president." I'm thinking to myself, I think he's exactly right. I mean, this thing has just gotten so bizarre and so weird, you know, and I'll be honest with you. Well, we'll talk about it later. It's just, to me, it's it, there's so many important things, so many important things. I mean, I have to be honest with you. The more I read, and I do a lot of reading on this, I'm really worried about the China thing and the Russia thing. I mean, Russia has essentially told us, you know, if we if we say one more bad thing about them, they're not we're never going to talk to us again. No diplomatic, uh, you know, conversations. No anything like that. And I'm going like, okay, you know. And and then I heard, I don't know if this is true or not. I heard yesterday on another radio station that the Russians are losing 500 soldiers a day in Ukraine. I'm going like, oh, hold on a minute now. That's like. 500 a day that's 3500 a week you know times times a month that's what 13 14000 a month times a year that's like 150000 soldiers a year i mean how big is their army you know what i mean pretty mm-hmm. pretty probably about as big as ours well i don't know we just have it in sections you know something made according an according to strength something made an impression on me years ago 
And it's sort of interesting because the guy made a very, you know, very easy statement. And he said, everything in the world, every dispute, every fight on any level, on any level, you and your next door neighbors, it's all territorial. It's all territorial. If, if it's your next door neighbor, he's got a tree planted too close to your property line and the tree's gotten big and now there's branches falling on your property and he won't pick them up. If it's, you know, if it's in your subdivision, you know, you don't like the fact that the guy down the street painted his, his, his house hot pink and you want to take over his house because of that. If it's, if it's like on a local level, you know, this city wants to annex this un, unincorporated area. If it's, you know what I mean? It's just, you just go up the line and the whole thing in China is Taiwan. If you know the crazy thing with that, they separated from the mainland China in like 1949, but there's still this one thing called the one China, which the United States government still to this day acknowledges the one China policy that essentially Taiwan's not his own independent, independent country. It's just like, you know, the Russian thing and, you know, they decide that, you know, that Vladimir Putin decides that Soviet Union was great. He decides he's going to take over a country that used to be part of the Soviet Union. It's all territorial. You know, the city, the St. Louis city doesn't like St. Louis County. You know, they fight back and I forth. I know that. Why? I mean, it's, it's just, once again, it's all territorial, you know? I mean, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things, it's, and it's almost to the point where take it all the way back to the very beginning. If your next door neighbor plants a tree and it's on your property, you know, and you go, hey, you know what? I have my property surveyed. That tree is on my property. Hey, tough luck. I planted it. You know, what are you going to do about it? And you go out and cut it down with a chainsaw. He comes out with a shotgun and says, okay, put me a new tree in. You know what I mean? It's to the point where it's, once again, it's all territorial. Anyway, how do we get talking about that? Uh, Crazy stuff going on in the sports world. Uh, you know what? There, I don't know if you know this about Pujols. One of the things that they wanted, that he wants, is 700 home runs. And up until eh, probably about a week ago, people were saying, eh, probably won't do it. Because, you know, this is his last year. He's playing with the Cardinals. Over the weekend, hit two home runs in one game. I think he's at 690 now, either 689 or 690. And you figure there's, you know, still half of August, all of September, you figure there's probably at least 40 games left. I mean, if he just hit one home run every other game, he'd easily break that 700. You think he's going to make it? I do. Do you really? Sure. You think that's a goal that's attainable by him then? Yes, I do. That's a hard. Because I was I'm... around when Lou 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 did it. Yeah, that Lou didn't hit home runs though. Well, he did. Lou hit. Lou Brock did what then? He stole bases. Oh, he was the ba- he was the the base. I actually still have the T-shirt <laughs> that says what? Lou Lou Lou. And on the back it says Saint Saint Saint, right? No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Never mind. It's got a picture of him, and then and his Brock umbrella. Remember that? Remember the Brock umbrellas? Did I stump you on that? You know what a Brock umbrella is? No. He had these these hats that was like a band that went around your head, but it was an umbrella. I like those. I've always liked those. I didn't know that. I don't, I don't know if they're still if they're still around. Let me see if they're. I don't know if they they still sell them as that. Um, obviously, I don't think he came up with them. I think he was somebody that. Hey, was Lou. it um, Brock Obama? Oh, excuse me, Brock. 
What did you say? He, they called them Brock umbrellas, B-R-O-C, okay. like so umbrella. They, so if President Obama said <laughs> said that he wanted, he had a shirt made. Would it be Barack umbrella? I'm not gonna touch that one. Um. Do, 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 do. They don't call them Brock umbrellas anymore. Maybe there was a patent on it, but you can buy them on. They're on Amazon. Uh, but if you go to Brock umbrella, and and there is a listing. For, hold on, a minute, there is a listing for that. Buy Brock umbrella, Amazon deals. People, they, yeah. Here's pictures of him with the with the thing. Who invented the Brock umbrella? Let's do like let's. I don't think it was him. It's an who invented. It, it says invented by Lou Brock, the great Cardinals outfielder, '60s, '70s umbrella hat was brilliant in its simplicity. That's uh, that's true. It was here. It's it's got a Wikipedia page. Look of at this. Of course it does. Look it at this. By... Yeah. An umbrella hat is an umbrella canopy. Oh, they just call it an umbrella hat. An umbrella hat is an umbrella canopy attached to a headband that functions as a protection against the drizzle, rain, or snow. It is seen as a novelty item. Description: Umbrella hats have a typical umbrella. Blah 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 blah. History. Uh... Oh my God! Get this. Don't even tell me. Stop right now. I'm good. No, no. And in December of 1880, a patent was taken out on the umbrella hat, patent, num- patent number 250803. And consider we're like in the 10 million. I think we're. I think the latest patents are like in the 10 million patents. Robert yeah. W. Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N, no, no relation to P-A-T-E-N-T, claimed that he invented the umbrella hat while he was prospecting in Mexico. His original hat also included a mosquito net attached to the canopy. Pat moved to Seattle in the 1890s and was dubbed the Umbrella Man. He then became a repairman for umbrellas and inspired a cartoon from John Hager depicting Robert Patton with his umbrella hat. Patton was seen as an eccentric, and Hager's cartoons of him were comic. American Baseball Hall of Famer Lou Brock was an aficionado and promoted and sold a version called the Brock Umbrella, giving the device a bit of popularity in St. Louis in the mid-20th century. Today, the umbrella hat has advanced considerably. It is often associated as a cheap and comical novelty item, but it can be used to shield a person against rain or sunshine hands-free. Umbrella hats are, particu- are particularly u- useful to wheelchair users who need the use of both hands in the rain. I never thought about that. It is also used for gardeners, cyclists, walkers, shoppers, hunters, fishers, political canvassers, and general manual laborers. I've never seen... And going to beaches. Have you, have you seen one of those in a long time? Have you seen a Brock umbrella in a long time? I have not, but I remember them vividly. Okay. Have you changed anything over the weekend with your, your levels? Or your level seems a little bit low this morning. That's kind of personal, don't you think? Are you talking right into your microphone? Yes. Okay. Am I supposed to? Here, believe- I'll just turn you up like that. Am Is I spo- that better? Hold it. Well, I, I don't know. Talk a little bit more. Okay, what do you want me to talk about? I want you to recite the Declaration of Independence from start to finish. Can you do that for me? I can't do that, but I can say say all the presidents' names up to Gerald Ford. <laughs> and there hasn't there hasn't been a president since. <laughs> no, there hasn't. Just to, that's where the song. So ended. Trump's complaining that he didn't win the election in 2020. Actually, there hasn't been any 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 president since the 70s when we had we had Gerald Ford, right? He yes. was he was the last president. Well, they've erased everything else. What <sighs> left is there? Yeah, history has been. <laughs> I mean, literally, people have been taking our past and like completely throwing away, like poof. Yeah, the like the Brock umbrella. Who knows? Went back to the eighteen eighties. 
Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Did this you? Is, this is this is BS.show. I'm Brad, and she's Shelly. So whoever the hell Shelly is. You don't know who Shelly is? She says who Shelly is. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is. Are you mad? Are you done? <laughs> I've just begun. So whoever the hell I... Shelly is. It's 627. I know. I fear for that. That's what Shelly is. She's. I am. Well, Friday, that's what you said. You were going to be super lonely this super lonely. weekend. Okay. Uh, first off, let's talk some business. Let's talk some business about how you can grow your business with Westplex.biz. Yes, it's yes. an organization that we've got that's called the Westplex Business Alliance. It is designed to help grow your business. If you're a small business person, you know what I'm talking about. Lots of challenges nowadays. You got all sorts of crazy stuff. Now you got 87,000 more uh, IRS employees who are coming after you, even though they say they're not going to audit anybody over under $400,000. You know that's not true. But anyway, you need help. We can't help you with that. We can help you promote and really do things for your business, positive things for your business. Check it out, westplusbiz.com. Okay. Here's my dumb question, and I don't, I don't mean any dis- disrespect for you, but I guess I was somewhat amazed to find out that Anne Heche was still alive yesterday. Didn't you remember that she... She passed away. Not on Friday, right? I texted you that Saturday. Well, guess what? She was still alive Saturday. Sunday? She passed away yesterday. They finally took her off life okay. support. Hold and on. It says right here. Uh, matter of fact, this is her. This is her. Uh, one of her son. Quote: My brother Atlas and I lost our mom after six days of all, almost unbelievable emotional swings. I'm left with a deep, wordless sadness. Hopefully, my mom is free from pain and beginning to explore what I like to imagine her as as, as her eternal freedom. She passed away yesterday, and I'm going. Okay. Like, it said. It said. This is. This is from. This is p- from yesterday. Anne Hesh, 53, peacefully taken off life support. So as of yesterday, she was still alive. And I could have sworn they said that, that she was... Here's the interesting thing. They declared her brain dead on Friday. But yet, I thought they declared her dead on Friday. Now, you know, I mean, we're talking about... I mean, the whole thing is sad. And I do... You know, the, the part about this is... is uh, Evidently, I... I texted you on friday said she was dead well i said she didn't make it well she was still alive she was still alive friday still alive saturday and and they took her off of life support yesterday now which was merciful well well now i remember i talked about this here's this from the news article in overhead video captured from the scene as nearly 60 firefighters battled the blaze Heche was wheeled out from the burning home on a stretcher while with a white protective sheet covering her body. Just as they reached the ambulance, she abruptly sat up for a moment before entering the emergency vehicle. Following the crash, the rep confirmed Heche hadn't regained consciousness since shortly after the accident. So that was the last thing. I remember people talked about that. I didn't see that in the video. I just thought saw that apparently they took all her clothes off or they put that special sheet that they put on like burn victims. You know what I'm talking about. Your daughter knows all about that. By the way, is she listening right now? Are you listening, Tiff? Yes, she's listening. I thought she had good taste. Why is she listening to us? She's like because I'm her mom. Because she wants to refute all the things I say about her mom <laughs> to her friend. Yeah. Hey, my. She's just wait. She's just you rue the day when she gets hold of you. Brad. Don't pay attention to that stupid Brad. He says all that bad things about my mom. Everything he says is BS. That's why they call the show BS. That is why they call the show BS. Actually, it, it is, but she doesn't say that. It's Brad and Shelley. Okay, the Anne Hage thing. She critiques me. The Anne Hage thing, I think, is really sad. 
And I, and you know what? And once again, obviously, I think she was somewhat of a troubled individual. And there's still all this crazy controversy because there's this this podcast, which was also you know recorded on video. A lot of a lot of people do that nowadays. You, you know, like for example, I think the guy who started started that was you know our buddy, uh, Mr. Comedian Dude, who everybody now either love him or you hate him. You know who I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> anyway, um, who's the comedian dude? You don't know who I'm talking about? No. The number one podcaster in the world? Who's that? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Who is it? We'll talk about it later. Okay. So there's oh. there's the video. Okay, Dad. There's the video of her doing this podcast, and she's and she's doing vodka shots with wine chasers. Now, supposedly, there's two there's two sources I've read on this. That show was recorded that morning the morning of her having the, the ultimately fatal car accident. And her agent says, oh, no, no, no. That sh- show wasn't recorded that day. That show was not recorded that day. Uh, that was a different day. But yet I've read other things that said she went to the studio, recorded that podcast. She's And, and the thing is, she's a spokesman, spokesperson for this particular brand of vodka called Remind. And it's spelled sort of weird. It's R-E with a semicolon or actually a colon and then M-I-N-D. So she's, oh, this, and, and once again, I'll never understand it. I'm not a drinker. I've had vodka before. I don't get it. <laughs> if I'm going to drink something, I want to have, have a taste to it. I want to have, maybe that's why they have all these different flavored vodkas. If you just drink straight, straight vodka, it's just like, tastes like nothing, right? It's sort of like gin. Have you ever had gin before? No, I have not. Somebody... At the old, I, at, rum is not my drink. At the old, it's not your drink, or is your no. drink? No. At at the old station, somebody brought by. I can't remember what it was. Somebody's promoting some some event, and they brought by. Oh, I know what it was. It was it was some charity event that they were having something, and it was like going to be like a Roaring Twenties party. You know, hey, we're supposed to draw dress up like the you know the gangsters and the flappers did in the nineteen twenties, and they brought by this little thing. It had little little those little airplane bottles of gin in it. You know, I'm yeah. going, yeah, I've never had gin before. So I drank one. I'm going like, okay, I don't get it. <laughs> it was like, it it was like, I don't, you know, I don't understand. I mean, I didn't like, taste like much to me. Give me my amaretta or give me something like sweet like that. You know what I mean? Ripple. Uh, well, but see, once again, to me, the cheaper the wine, the better it tastes. If Just you, like women. <laughs> oh, listen to you. No, no, but 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 seriously, <sighs> seriously, Funny. if if you give me cheap wine, it's like, oh, I like this. And people go, oh my God, that's 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 two dollar wine. You know, nobody in their right mind would drink that. Your palate is so unsophisticated if you if you think that tastes good. You know, you got the snobberoos. You know what I mean? By the way. I do. Can I tell you a weird a weird thing yesterday? Sure. Yesterday morning. Early. I was the first customer. Don't ask me what I was doing, but I was the first customer at the Culver's in Chesterfield Valley. What okay? were you doing? I was there early. I was out work. I was out working trying to buy something of all crazy things. Anyway, I was the first customer in the Culver's in Chesterfield Valley. I was heading out to St. Charles County, had had matter of fact, I was heading in from St. Charles County and I hit the Culver's. I thought to myself, I wonder if they're open. It was like a little bit after 10 o'clock and I pulled up and nobody in the parking lot and I walked in 
And the owner was there working the, the counter. First off, a couple interesting things he said. I talked about, hey, how's things going? And he says, well, okay so far, but we're getting ready for our real problem, which starts next week. When all the kids go back to school. Exactly. That's exactly what he said. When he says, when he, we lose, he says, we've already lost some of our college students. And he said, and, and he says, uh, and he says, some of the college students, uh, you know, aren't going to, are, won't go back till, I don't know, sometime this week or something like that. But he said, next week, when all the high schools go back in, a lot of the kids, their parents make them quit. They work for the summer. You know, since they don't have to get up if they're working, especially if they're working. I, you know, talk to me. I still work at Steak and Shake. We'd close the place at 1 o'clock in the morning. We wouldn't get out of there probably till 2. We had to, you know, clean the parking lot and, and then, you know, check out and stuff like that. I get home at 2.30 in the morning, and then I'm, back at, I'm at school at 8 o'clock the next morning, okay? So, so I'm thinking to myself, okay, Culver's is closed at like at 9 or 10 or something like that. So he also told me that the Hardys in Chesterfield Valley, now closes at 2 in the afternoon. They close at 2. So you can't eat dinner there. Well, my pharmacy that I go to, Walgreens, right? Um, they temporarily don't. Their pharmacy is closed. Which one's this? Central School Road. Right there in front of Central School? Yep. The pharmacy's closed? Yeah, the store's open, but the pharmacy is closed temporarily. Not enough people. I, mean, I didn't I mean, ask, and, and we're talking. I didn't really care. Really, all I cared about was my pharmacy is closed, and I can't get my medication. So we're we're talking. It's closed twenty four hours a day. They're not closing early. It's just not open anymore. It it just wasn't. It wasn't open yesterday or Saturday. So what did you do? Did they transfer your prescription somewhere? No. So did you go crazy because you didn't have the uh, the drugs? Did you do like the, the the Incredible Hulk thing? Did you like your body grow? Did and, I Hulk out? And your clothes split off of you? <laughs> Isn't that what happened when he wasn't on his meds? Wasn't that the deal with the Hulk? Yeah, when I'm, when I'm not on my meds, I'm the Hulk. <laughs> oh, no, but you know what I'm saying? Wasn't that the deal with the Hulk? Isn't that why he went nuts? Because, oh, no, did he get mad or something? Was that when he got what mad? What did he do? I, I don't know. I mean, was it meds that he was on? And if he didn't take his meds, he hulked out? Or was it that he got mad? I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. <laughs> so so you go there and you go, hey, I'm here for my prescription. And they go, I sorry. I called because I wanted to see if they got so, my medication ready. Did you ask them, well, I need it. Where can I go? No, they were closed and I didn't know it. And I couldn't get a hold of anyone. So did you go there? No, the pharmacy was closed, Brad. No, 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 no. I mean, you said the store was open. How do you know the store was open? Because that's what the recording said. The recording said, hey, we're the Walgreens, and our 24-hour pharmacy that never, oh, never closes is closed. It's not a 24-hour. Okay, whatever it is. Our the one on the 24-hour is on um, NNK. You know, don't get me going in this whole crazy thing with what's happened since the pandemic. It's just to the point where, like, you know, you come out, they talk about, oh, the unemployment rate is is so low. Where did all the workers go? Where did all the people that used to work at stores? Long time passing. Know, where did they go? If the unemployment rate's down to 3.6% and our president, oh, unemployment rate's 36 Once again, I told you this story. There's this number that nobody talks about called the labor participation rate. And the labor participation rate is is 
at like an all-time low. That the, the labor participation rate takes into account the number of people who are of working age, who physically can work. In other words, not people who are on disability or things like that. But the number of people who work and the percentage of those people who are not working. And it's like at one of the highest. In other words, there's a lot of people just, I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to work anymore. Anyway, going back to the, to the, the, um, the um, Culver's guy, he says he told me he's paying $18 an hour. And there are some places in the Valley, in Chesterfield Valley, that are paying $25 an hour. No, think about that. Wow. Think about that for a minute. I'm going like, what? And he goes, hold on. He goes, I'm, hold on a minute. Uh, I have to tell you something about my phone, which is sort of interesting. Okay, let's you do. You dropped it in the toilet, in the blue toilet with your no, 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 pants no, no. leg, didn't you? No, 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 no. Let's, let, let's do like a little calculator thing. Okay, let's do, if you work that job, 25 times 40, that would be $1,000 a week times 52 weeks. It's 52000 a year working at a fast food place. How, yeah, it's not bad. How in the world do they stay in business? Plus, if you get, you'll get benefits. But how in the world do they stay in business? I mean, now, I have to tell you that what I get all the time, the kids' menu at Culver's, used to, I used to be able to buy that for like, I don't know, $5.52. It's up to almost $8. I get that. But the weird thing about it is they talk about, oh, food prices are so high. I can still go to Wendy's and I still get the four for four or I can buy the biggie bag for five bucks. How are they doing that? How is Wendy's able to, and they've had that four for four for years now. And the $5 biggie bag, they've had there for years. How is it that they can keep their prices the same, but yet other places can't? I mean, you know, let's go back to the Culver's thing. Even if you're working part-time there, if you're working part-time, let's say you're working $18 an hour. Let's say you're working 20 hours a week, okay? That's $360, uh, you know, a week times 52. That's $18,000 a year working part-time. There are people that, you know, I mean, you go back five years ago, and there are people working full-time that don't make $18,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? I do. Man, this has gotten crazy. Just crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. And you know crazy what? Crazy like a fox. It's what all... does the fox say? Me, 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 me. Play that song. It's a good song. It's a good Monday song. What does the fox say? Me, 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 me. And that's a song, Brad, not the drop. And if you wonder why Shelly is that way, here's why. Call your doctor right away or get emergency help if you feel faint, confused, very sleepy or very hot, or agitated, acting clumsy, breathing more slowly than normal, or have stiff muscles. This is not a full list of risks and side effects. Say Larry King's name. I'm sorry? Say Larry King's name. You are driving me nuts. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. (laughs) That's about accurate. Okay, we we have to take a break at 6.48. Break. It is BS.show, the man from Ohio, Les Wexner. You know, my, my, you know what his net worth is right now, Shelley? Gazillions. For making women have body image issues, he's now worth $5.7 billion. Les Wexner, yes. When, when Jax is singing about he's an old man that lives in Ohio, that's his name, Les Wexner. 
And remember, we talked about the fact that the reason Victoria's Secret's got sort of a bad name with women, because guess who one of his best friends were? No clue. Epstein. The guy. Oh, yeah, we talked yeah, about that. Yeah, we talked that. about that. Let's, yeah. I, will tell you, I will say that Victoria's Secret is becoming all-inclusive. I know, but that's because they they had to because they they got you know they got sort of pushed into that because good. Well, I'll I'll never I, you know I've always been fascinated by this. Not that I'm fascinated with women's bodies. Maybe I am. Who knows? Totally <laughs> are. But but you go back. What's interesting about it is it's the media. Okay, it used to yes. be okay. How many times the running joke for women was? Does this make like make my butt look big, right? Right. Now the running joke is, does this make my butt look big enough, right? I mean, with the whole Kim Kardashian thing, it's like, oh, you know. Remember, I told the story, and you didn't believe me. It happened right here in St. Louis. Uh, there was this lady who come to town, and I think she was advertising on Craigslist, something like that. She claimed she was a doctor, and she was doing, oh yeah, and she was doing butt implants. Ew. She was she was pumping silicone into women's butts in a hotel room. The only problem was, she wasn't using surgical grade silicone. She was buying it at Home Depot or some hardware store. And these people, there were, I think there were here in St. Louis. I think there were a couple deaths because of that. Now, why in the world? You know, when women, you know, because I can remember back in my gym days, you know, when I used to go to the gym all the time, there were there were some of the 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 guys, some of the trainers that I knew who specifically one guy specifically, not that he was really in the women's butts, maybe he was, I don't know, but he was like the butt king. And they didn't call him that, but the people at the gym sort of laughed because if the women wanted to work on their butts, this guy was the guy. Because he was the guy that knew all the different exercises and what machine to get on and what exercise to do and stuff like that. And the women would come to him, and his name was Larry. You don't, you think I'm making this up, but I'm not. No, I really don't. He was like the butt king. And what were they trying to do? Make their butts smaller. They were all trying to, you know. Smaller? Yes. But this is back in the day. This is like OG gym time. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, once again, they were trying. Where we had to dress out. Well, no, 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 no. This is like at the gym, gym, like you know, like Bally Vic Tanny okay, kind of place, got it. right? Yes, okay, he was one of the he was one of the 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 coaches, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? He was the guy that was like, and he was he was, and and because he specialized, this is gonna sound weird. He specialized in women's physiques, okay, and. He was the kind of guy that if the woman wanted a smaller waistline, he would say, okay, you got to do this. You You guys remember, it's to the point where it's almost to the point where if you read some of these health magazines, especially like Cosmo, there's always an article, ladies want to slim down your thighs. Here's how to do it in 14 days. And there was some, you know, you're supposed to stand in your head and twirl your legs around or some goofy thing like that. But he was like the guy that the women would go to to work on their butts. And they were always trying to make their butts smaller. Not anymore, Larry. Larry, if you're still around, you know Larry's going. Uh, maybe I should go back to the gym. I'll show them how to do the exercise to make their butts bigger. Anyway, but the whole thing about it is is body image and. But the whole thing. But see, you've talked about and it. Nothing be- but the thing. No, you've talked about it before about the fact that your mom, who was a very petite, how tall was your mom? Five foot one. And how tall are you? Five, seven and a half. And shall we say, and I don't mean this in disrespect, 
But do not even say a weight. No, no, I'm saying. Don't even think about it. No, I'm not going to say any weight. I'm going to say you're a little bit bigger than your mom, correct? I was an Amazon compared to my mother. (laughs) Right. And your mother gave you grief for that, didn't she? she... No, that was my father. That was your father. Yeah, he kept on calling me fat. My mother would never do that. Your dad called you fat? All the time. Really? My whole life. Seriously? It was so bad that I actually had to tell, I wanted, I wanted my, this is my biological father. I wanted my grand, my daughter, Tiffany, to have a relationship with my, with my dad, my father. And so I actually had to pull him aside and say, I mean, he actually drove out here, bought his jeans for the first time, drove out here in the, he owned a hotel, drove out here in the limousine and took Tiffany and her friend on an excursion. And it was so cute. But you had to tell him not to say anything about how you big you were or how big Tiffany is or small how Tiffany is? I don't know. I mean, you didn't. No, compl- you he, didn't, she was always little. You didn't complete but, that thought, um, though. You, no, you, I you, had you, to tell him to please be nice. That t- I want Tiffany to like you, but if you sit there and keep on insulting me and calling me fat, she's not going to like you. She doesn't see me as fat, Dad. I, she see, sees me as mom. I don't understand this. My daughter's very tall. My daughter's five foot ten, and she hates being tall. And I'd always tell her. I, I hated go, being tall. Well, I was tall. Why, for the why is that? Why do women not like being tall? I don't understand that. It doesn't bother me now. <sighs> But it did when I was a kid because kids were mean and nasty little suckers. <laughs> we'll pick that up next break. Uh, we have to take a break. It is 6.59. Aww. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together we make BS. And you know what? We're going to pick up where we left off with the uh, body consulting there, but uh, body shaming, whatever you want to call it. But want to mention one of our great sponsors, Angie Harness. You know Angie. Angie's a wonderful woman. She is one sultry minx and knows her job. You buddy. always call her the sultry minx, and I hopefully hopefully that's an uh, that's that's something that's a a, a a nice a compliment and not an insult, right? It's it's a compliment. I call no. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, some. You, I call her Minxie. I go, I want to be Minxie. She goes, You're Minxie. But, but, <laughs> it's but just see, something that we say in fun. You got to watch out nowadays because sometimes you say things nowadays, you say it as a compliment, and people go, I can't believe you said that about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> things have yeah, gotten, well, things gotten sort of weird. Anyway, probably uh, people that are like that are not in my bubble, so I don't worry about that. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, angieharnessconsulting.kw.com. That's who you should uh, check out on the web. Angie Harness, it's spelled A-N-G-I-E. Harness, it's just like a harness on a, on a horse. angieharnessconsulting.kw.com. Check her out. She knows the biz. Smart lady. She take care of you. And she, she does a lot of things with uh, people who are like, uh, how do I say it, relocating to like, a, a retirement home. She works with a lot of elderly people as well, especially like yes. If, she's a senior specialist, right? If you if your mom or dad, mom and dad are thinking about selling their house and moving, Angie's the one you should call because that's her specialty. Once again, it a- is AngieHarnessConsulting.kw.com. Okay, now and, and you know what? What's that? That's me and David's demographic. Yeah, with your with your Can parents. Can you believe it? Yeah, because you're you're what that you're in other words you're going to relocate to an old folks home. Well, if we moved our if we sold our house, where would we go? We're both eligible to you, be there. You go to, you know, don't even talk to me about that. I I, I think that 
I get myself in trouble if I tell you my true feelings about that. I think it's so sad that. This, okay, then don't tell me your true feelings. This whole crazy thing with retirement and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> you have a hard on for retirement. I I think it's once again I get myself in trouble when I tell this story. My view was changed years ago. I told you the story. I used to wake up on Sunday mornings. I used to watch all the religious. I used to watch Jimmy Swigert and you know Tammy and you know Tammy Faye Baker and Jim Baker and all those people. And one of the pre- and Creflo Dollar, who's who's Shelly's oh. favorite, she hates Creflo Dollar. No, I do. <laughs> if you don't know who Creflo Dollar is, Creflo Dollar is is an interesting character. Anyway, one of the preachers. One morning, I'm sitting there on Sunday morning, listening to all these preachers. I did that. I used to that was used to my morning ritual on Sunday, and he preached about how 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 retirement was against God. Retirement was ungodly, and and he said. His point was, he said, do you think God's ever going to retire? And he talked about the fact that, that how selfish it is. And he said, he said, I swear, I always remember the sermon for almost word for word. He says, what do people say when they retire? I'm going to be able to do anything I want. It's all about me. It's all about me. And he looked at the camera and he just, and he hesitated. And he says, it should never be all about you. And that stuck with me because why are we on this planet earth? Are we there for, are we here for ourselves are we here for other people? Are we here to to help other people when they need our help? Are we here to the person who, you know, sees a bad accident and jumps out of their car and pulls somebody out of the burning car? Are you the person that like you're walking down the street and you see some little baby, you know, who gets away from her mom, you know, gets out the front door of the house and starts walking across a highway? Are you the one that runs up and grabs that baby so she doesn't get or he or she doesn't get hit by a car? That's I think that's the real reason we're here. We're our brother's keeper. We're not we're not our our soul keeper. We're here to serve other people, okay? We're here to serve other people. It shouldn't be about us. And once again, the guy said, Mr. Preacher said, never in the Bible is there the word retirement. There's lots of stuff in the Bible, but it never talks about retirement. Moses, well, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Moses was like, I read this the other day. Moses was like 120 years old when he died. Yes, he was. He was still working with people. He wasn't laying on the beach in, in what would become Israel on the Mediterranean Sea. He was out there helping people. The apostles were all like old, you know? And it, I've given this example to several people. Say, well, when I retire, I go, who's your favorite artist? What do you mean who's my, who, like, who's your favorite group or your favorite singer? Oh, it's, it's, it's Bruce Springsteen. Okay. If to, today Bruce Spring came out and said, you know, I'm tired. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm retiring. I'd be upset. Why? I don't want him to retire. I want him to keep touring and keep playing music because he has a purpose in life. He has a purpose in life to entertain you and to make $5,000 for each ticket he sells. But that's a whole other story. You know, see, I, I just bothers me. And there's all these goofy shows on the weekend. You listen to talk radio, 97.1. It's like one guy's on there 42 times a day. Hey, retire, retire. I make fun of, but I don't make fun of this guy, Del Wamsley, who I believe is sort of an interesting guy, a real estate investor. He always talks about, hey, we're going to get you to retire in two to five years. He talks about how he's retired. He works more than anybody because he's running this company. And see, once again, people go, well, I'll be able to volunteer. I'll be able to travel. Okay, that's all about you. If you've traveled, it's all about you. It's not about helping people. Volunteering, I get that. You know, you go help out, you know, at the, the at whatever, you know, and, you know, you go down, you know, help out and do this, you know, work at the food kitchen, whatever. God, don't get me going about that. It just bothers me. And see, I'm at that age 
Because when you get to be 87, people go, you're not retired? No, I'm not retired. I'm still working every damn day. You know? Sometimes manual labor every day. Saturday. Man, what did I do all day Saturday? Manual labor. And it felt good. Felt good. No, 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 no. I knew that you would now. Okay. No, 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 no. Going back to the body image thing. My daughter, oh, sorry. My daughter, who's five foot ten. This is my one of my favorite stories. My daughter was always like, I'm so tall. I don't like being tall. So she was on the dance team at her high school. She was a dancer. She taught, actually, after she graduated, when she was in law school, she was actually still teaching dance. She loved dance so much. Her daughter dances, okay? So she's i go to see one of the foot one of the basketball games she's performing and she complains about being in the middle all the time because they had like the line set up like she was the tallest and then like the the women you know the two women on either side of her were the second tallest you know in other words it went down yes. so the people on the ends were the shortest girls and the and the, my daughter being the tallest in the dance squad was always in the middle and she goes i don't like being in the middle i don't like i go You've obviously never never taken theater. And she looks at me and goes, what? What do you mean? I go, it's called center stage. That's where the star is. You know, when you go to theater, oh. the, the star isn't on the left or the right. The star is always in the middle of the stage. The star may come onto the stage from the left stage or right stage, stage right, stage left. But the star is always in the middle. Look at movies. If you see a movie, the star is always in the middle. Look at like pictures of rock groups. If you see a picture of the Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger's always in the middle. The star's in the middle. And she looked at me like I had 14 heads. What do you mean the star's in the middle? I go, you're the star. You're in the middle. That's the cherished position. That's the position everybody everybody wants. Right there in the middle. Right, you know, think about it. You watch your TV set. How'd she take that? She thought I was full of BS. You know, I'm her dad. You know, you know how that goes. Dad, you don't know anything. You're right. I'm dumb. You know, I'm stupid. I don't know anything. You know how kids are. You talk, you tell them, you know, now they'll go, Dad, remember when you told me you were right about that? I'm sorry. You, I was what? I was right? <laughs> Back then, I wasn't right. Okay. Changing gears. The, 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 the deal with the, the raid. Okay. First off, I'm going like, let's just be honest about this. These people, meaning the Democrats, don't want Trump to be able to win the election in 2024. First That's off, why they're exploiting he hasn't President even, Biden. He hasn't even declared. But it's to the point where, like, he's been impeached twice. They're going after him after January 6th. Now, I will say he's done some stupid stuff. But every president does stupid stuff. Barack did stupid stuff. George Bush did stupid stuff. You know, I mean, Bill Clinton did lots of stupid stuff with, you know, with cigars and things like that. But anyway, um, it's to the point where, like, they raid his house. Okay? And what I don't understand about this, why does it take 30 FBI agents to go into his house? And the crazy thing about it is I heard somebody the other day say, well, they didn't know if he was home or not. Think about that for a minute. The man has Secret Service protection. All our ex-presidents have Secret Service protection, right? Yeah. All they had to do was the guy from the FBI has to make a phone call to the guy who's head of the Secret Service. Hey, where's Trump going to be on Monday? Well, it's going to be in New York. Okay, fine. And, and they said, well, they didn't know if he's going to be there or not. That's baloney. They knew exactly who he's going to be. And they go and they find these boxes. Okay, now, I'm not trying to be the whataboutism, but I read the story over the weekend that... There's an old supermarket, and keep in mind, Trump had, I don't know how many boxes of records in his, in his place in Mar-a-Lago, okay? There's a supermarket, an old supermarket in Chicago, and you know what it's full of? 
on on with with like uh you know a big big shelf shelving like you'd see in a warehouse like you know like the like you go to like sam's club or a place like that that has all the you know all the, the product on warehouses or like home depot you know what i'm talking about yes there's a supermarket old supermarket in chicago that is filled from top to bottom with guess what uh, demo tapes. All the documents from Barack Obama's presidency. Oh. An old supermarket filled top to bottom, and and the interesting part of it was this: like, okay, now hold a minute. He's got a supermarket worth of his old paperwork. Nobody ever went and said, like, "Let's look at Barack Obama, see if he's got any confidential stuff." I just, I was like, okay, so, you know, let's move on. But yet they won't leave this thing alone. And now it's coming out like, now, you know, it's coming out like, well, he had a top secret document. Okay. <laughs> That's never happened before, you know? And first off, top secret. Okay. I mean, remember originally last week at one point in time, the, the Washington Post said that he had documents on how to build a nuclear bomb. Yeah, right. That turned out to be BS. That's the Washington Post. I just, it's just, God, just go, don't go. It just drives me nuts. Just drives me nuts. Like your prostate? Well, once again, Trump's done some stupid stuff. You know, he, the January 6th thing, stupid. He's still being stupid. Here's, he, here's I'll, I'll tell you how Donald Trump could get reelected. He could just get out there one morning. Let's say this morning he walks out and says, hey, you know what? I've done some stupid stuff. January 6th, eh, not my best, my best moment. You know, you know, me. But tomorrow I'm going to wake up and it'll be a better day. Well, no, 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 no. And him saying, you know what? I talk about this election thing. You know what? I'm moving on. I lost. But you know what? In 2024, I'm going to win. I'm going to look, he'd look right in the camera and he point. He says, you know that I could be a much better president than, than, than we got, get what we got right now. You know that I worked that job seven days a week. And you know what? This time, I told you before I wasn't going to play golf all the time, but this time I'm not going to play golf anymore and elect me president in 2024, and I'll be your president all the time. You know right now, do you know where our president is? Right this very moment. Take a guess. Are you asking me? Yes, I'm asking you. Do you know where he is right now? At this very moment, where he's at? The president? Yes, the United States president, President Biden. Guess where he's at? Um, his place up north? No, he's on a week vacation. He's on some fancy schmancy island and he's, and he's staying in a billionaire's home that's like worth, I don't know how many million dollars. It's like on the ocean front and stuff like that. Someplace on the northeast. I don't know exactly where he's at. I'll look it up. And he's staying there for free, which I have a problem with. Because, you know, once again, if like, like if, if, if like, let's say Mike Elam calls me up and say, hey, Brad. You know, I don't know if you know it or not, but I got a really nice place down Lake of the Ozarks. And you know what? You can stay there for a week. Mike, why would you be asking me? You know, hey, you know, you don't have to do any, you don't, don't have to do me any favors, Brad, but I'm going to let you stay at my place for a week. Okay? At some point in time, Mike's going to ask for a favor, right? He's going to say, hey, you know your morning show? Can I come on and do it some morning with Shelly and just be me and Shelly? Okay, Mike. Yeah, I guess. I guess you let me. Nobody would ask that. <laughs> you, you let me use my, your place down the lake for a week? Yeah. He's staying there for free. And he's been there for like, I think he, I don't think he goes back to the White House till like Wednesday or something like that. Here, let me find where he's at. See, I have a problem with that because people go, well, she's on vacation. If you get elected, once again, you're not drafted to be the president. You're not forced to be the president. He worked his butt off 
Well, maybe not so hard because he was in his basement all the time. Uh, anyway, he worked to get elected to that job. Okay, work it seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 times four, and then you can retire. Then you can go to the lake and go to the island, blah, 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 blah. Where he was at? Joe Biden, Biden, um, vacation. I, I saw this the other day and I thought I'd have where. On Facebook? No, where is he? <laughs> um, okay. Um, they're on K-I-R-K-I-A-W-A-H, Island Far Family Vacation, weeks after testing. um, This is his favorite. Okay, this is on People Magazine. Biden has not been to his favorite South Carolina destination since taking office in January 2021. President Joe Biden is in Kauai Island, South Carolina, for a family vacation weeks after testing positive for COVID-19. On Wednesday, Biden, 79, and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden were joined by family members, including his grandson. They waved to a large crowd as they walked to board Air Force One at Andrews Air Force Base. During the first week of August, Biden was cleared to return to public. His physician, blah, 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 blah. He will probably safely return to public in the president. Uh, Biden has not been to Kauai Island since taking office in January 21. Only... Only about 13 square miles, Kauai Island is home to roughly 1,600 people and best known as a private beach and golfing destination. And it's owned by, um, uh, I can't remember who, I remember reading it, some billionaire and he's staying there for free. I don't think that's right. I think it shows how elitist politicians become. Could you and I go, could we call this guy up? Hey, I saw you let Joe Biden have his, your place for a week. Could I have it for a week? You know, can, you know, I want to bring my family up. Shelly's going to bring her family. Tiffany's going to come. Her husband's going to come. Her, she's going to bring her dogs. No, I'm sorry. You can't have my place for a week. Well, you gave it to Joe Biden. Well, he's the president. You're just some stupid radio guy. Okay, thanks. <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? But had you built up a relationship with him before you asked? It has nothing to do because of the fact he's it the It has everything to do with he's the He's the president. That's the relationship. That's the that's the that's the relationship. You know, think about it for a minute. If you're panhandling down in downtown St. Louis, hey buddy, can you give me a buck? Nobody's going to do anything for you. But if you are like a movie star and you're standing on the corner in downtown St. Louis and somebody comes by, "Oh my god, that's Shelly Barr. She's been in 14 different movies. Shelly, can I take you to lunch? Can I can I can I take you to my house? I'll show you my collection of all my DVDs I have of you." Get what I'm saying? It's all about who you are. That was creepy. Thank you, Brad. Well, no, no. But but think about it for a minute. You know, I mean, it's to the point where where I don't, you know, I'm not trying to make myself out to be a great person, but there's one place I go to. There's one quickie mart that I go to almost always. There's a guy outside panhandling almost every time. And I'll give him, at, and not the same guy, I'll give him at least a buck. I mean, I sometimes 5, 10, a couple times even 20s. Because I think to myself, you know what? That could be me someday. That could be me. That could be me out there panhandling, you know, try to, you know, get, you know, some, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, although I don't have a very good life, my life is sort of weird. You know, my life is weird, Shelly, um, for a number of different reasons, uh, you know, but yet by the same token, I've got a life where I don't have to stand on the corner and beg for money. You know, and, and once except again... Except for when it's your birthday. Except for when it's my birthday and get a fight with the guy who doesn't like the fact that I've taken his corner and he's going to... Get off my turf. <laughs> that was funny. If, yeah. I, if I wouldn't have had it on video, people... Brad, Brad got <laughs> was that, uh, told by 
the gentleman that usually occupies the corner to get money. Was that two years ago? Or no, that that wasn't this last year. That was that was a year ago. It was ago. last. No, it, it was, was twenty twenty one. Yeah, it was twenty twenty one. It wasn't during COVID. Was... <laughs> I decided that I wanted. <laughs> there's a spot where I get off all the highway all the time, and there's always guys panhandling there. Always thinking to myself, okay, my birthday was, you know, my birthday fell on a holiday and, and, and that, that, that year it was 2021. So I'm going, I made myself a sign. Hey, it's my birthday. Can you give me some money so I can go party or something like that? And I stood on the, on the, on the exit, the, uh, the, from the interstate. And I was there for about 20 minutes and didn't get any money. And this guy shows up, one of the regulars, Hey man, what are you doing? This is my corner. You're not supposed to be here. So he starts giving me all sorts of hassle. And he tells me the reason he's there is because he owes child support and if he has a regular job they'll deduct the child support from his paycheck so instead he can go out there and with and get cash from the people and it's to the point where what's interesting is that corner now has four people working it at different parts there's somebody on the ramp there's somebody on the median on the road that goes under there's somebody if you turn and there's somebody on the entrance ramp there's four people working that corner i'm going like now hold on you know once again if they weren't making money, they wouldn't be there, right? Right. So they got to be making some money. But anyway, I try because, and once again, I'm not trying to make myself out to be a great guy. I give money away, you know, because once again, it's one of those things where, you know, they talk about if you're generous, things come back to you. So far, that hasn't worked out well for me, but I keep hoping, you know, oh, one of these days, one of these days, I buy those stupid lottery tickets, which is like, you know, the 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 tax on the poor people. You know, whenever like the Powerball, the Mega Ball, whatever, Mega, whatever, goes up to like, you know, like it was 1.2 billion this last time, nobody with, everybody with no money is in there buying those stupid tickets. And your chances are like practically nothing. Okay. And, and the smartest woman in the world says that is why your 29 bucks go to people who dodge child support. Well, maybe that, you know, once again, who am I to judge? If I'm a Christian, am I to judge that person? Nope. I mean, you know, once again, what if he, what he's doing is, is technically, well, I guess it's morally wrong because he's not trying to support his kids by, you know, making cash out there, not paying his child support, child support. But you know, is it my judge, my job to judge him? No, not my judge, not my job. No. My my job is to say stupid stuff on the radio and have people go, oh my god, this guy's so stupid. Uh, that's what they say about me. And Shelly, Shelly's daughter calls her up and says, Shelly, put mom, put more energy, more energy, right? Yes, she did. For real, <laughs> she called me up and texted me actually and said that I need to uh, put more feeling and pizzazz into my delivery. Shelly, sometimes you do sound a little tired. I do? Yeah. It was probably because I don't sleep at night. Um, Hold it. Dad of the year. What is this? God, I hate this new thing on my phone. I hate this. I had to put a stupid passcode on my phone. I hate it. I hate Aww. it. I hate it. Do you know why? No. Can, can I tell the story next break? Sure. AirTag. What? AirTag. AirTag? A-I-R-T-A-G. You know what I'm talking about? No. We'll talk about it next break. 725. Okay. Break. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together we make BS. 732. A Monday morning. It is the third Monday of August, even though it is the the um, 15th, because we started the month on a Monday. So it's the third Monday. 15th, right? See how that works out? 
Um, four, four circles vision therapy. Shelly, you there? Dr. J.J. Land. If you have problems with your eyes, this is the guy to go see. I'm telling you. This guy is hes an optometrist. He is the best I've ever had. I have some serious problems with my vision. Over 20 years ago, I had bad LASIK. For 20 years, I've struggled with my vision. And Dr. Lant, Dr. J.J. Lant, has been the only guy who's coming close to be like the guy who can help me with my vision, get my vision straightened out. And he is a wonderful guy, easy to find. He's right there in Highway K. There's a strip center just to the north of the, if you know where the Lufus Jeep dealership is, there's a little entrance. If you enter on the north side of the Jeep dealership, if you go to the right, you're in the Jeep parking lot. If you go to the left, you're in Dr. Lance parking lot. Four Circles Vision Center. Can't beat it. Can't find It's vision easy to therapy. find. What's that? It's Four Circles Vision Therapy. Because he does eye therapy as well. He does. And what's yes. re- re- in- re- really interesting about that is that he deals with a lot of a lot of kids who have mm-hmm. problems with their vision in sports. Which yes. you think about, it, it's like, that's sort of interesting. Well, let me look him up here real quick. He is just a really a good human. He knows his job. He knows how to fix people. And I've had the privilege of being there, not there, there, but waiting in the parking lot for Brad to come out of vision therapy, Four Circles Vision Therapy. And it was like it was he a, was seeing for the first time. It, and was, it was beautiful. It was the first time, like in 19 years, that I could see. I'm, yes, and it was, I, it was, I'm, I'm not kidding. It was you. truly a beautiful moment. Fourcirclesvision.com. Fourcirclesvision.com. And matter of fact, this is interesting. If you look at him, if you Google him, he's got a perfect 5.0 stars. He has That's five stars. That's because he's a balls. Yes. I don't know if I'd call him that, but... <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> FourCirclesVision.com. Check it out. Right there in Highway K. If you know where the Lufu is. Lufu is two dealerships. The newest one is the Jeep dealer. He's just to the north of that. He's in that shot. Like I said, he's in that strip center. If you go in that entrance, you go down that little, the northern entrance to the Jeep. You go right. You go in the Jeep parking lot. You go left. You're in his parking lot. Super easy. Okay. And if you don't know where that's at, that's about a mile south of 364 on Highway K. It's closer to 40 than it is 70. I want, I'm not going to say it's about midway, but it's probably, what, two miles north of Highway 40 on, on Highway K. Great guy. Okay, this was sent to me, and I'm going like, I don't, you know, here we go again. Everything's global warming. You know, I mean, it's just, I get so sick and tired of the global warming BS. Because once again, I heard a guy on another radio station, and what's interesting was, talk about the number of days in St. Louis that are over 95 degrees. Okay, oh my God, the summer 2020, it's been so hot so far. We are, we're not even in the top 10 right now. You know what the number one year for number of days over 95 degrees is most days in a summer? You know what the number one year was? No. 1901, okay, 1901, 121 years ago, 121 years ago. I have right in front of me, I have right in front of me, my little thing that I keep here, the list of the 10 hottest years, and and these are record high temperatures. The 10 hottest days in St. Louis, okay? Only three of them are in the last, are in like, you know, 20, there's two of them. Number, 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 number um, seven is 2017. Number eight 
is 2012. Number nine is 2012. The other seven days are either 1954, 1934, and 1936. Hottest day ever, July 14th, 1954, 115. Second hottest day, July 18th, 112, 1954. Third hottest day, 24th of July, 1934. Fourth hottest day, 12th of July, 1954. Fifth hottest day, 9th of August, 1934. Sixth hottest day, 20th of July, 1934. 34 and 54, terribly hot. Now, here's what someone sends me. CBS pushes a study blaming climate change for rising child obesity rates. Why are kids fat? Climate change. Um, what? <laughs> I'm serious. Here it is. A separate study suggested... Did they cor- pay somebody for that study? <laughs> CBS, Mornings, CBS Mornings pushed a recent study connecting climate change and hotter temperatures with childhood obesity. Rates in a ridiculed segment on Thursday. Co-host Nate Burleson introduced the study published in the journal Temperature that argued, quote, climate change, specifically warmer temperatures, is making our children more inactive, more obese. Can you say coronavirus? And can you say video games? That's, I was just going to say that. That's what I say. First off, coronavirus, kids didn't go to school, so they didn't have gym class. You know, I mean, they sat at home. They, they you know, there was no gym class or anything, at, you know, at, at, at home. Maybe there was. But they didn't go out and play. The coronavirus locked everybody down. Remember when they talked about, what, the the corona, the corona 20, everybody gained 20 pounds during coronavirus because what did you do? You sat at home and you ate all the time, right? You didn't go to work. You sat at home all the time. And Actually, you didn't. I, I gained the five pounds that I've put on this little uh, Amazon body of mine. And uh, during the it cor- was it was two years after COVID. So in other words, did you gain weight during during COVID? No, I gained weight after COVID. I lost weight. I went on my fast food diet during COVID. I went on, you know, and I lost, I went, I, don't get me going on this. It's just, everything's, oh, climate change, climate change, climate change. You know, once again, that's like saying, that's like saying, well, the problems we have right now are because of our president, uh, Ronald Reagan. He's not our president anymore. He's, and not only is he not our president, he's dead. Well, then our problem is George Bush. Okay, why is George, George is not our president anymore? Well, our problems is 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 that Trump guy. He's not our president anymore. He, and what does he have to do with anything? Well, he caused all these problems. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the study goes on to say, although the segment focused primarily on climate change, Burleson acknowledged that technology was likely a factor in rising childhood obesity cases. Thank you. You know, where once again, you know, when, God, back in the day, and not that long ago, I mean, kids, you know, I give this example of what's happened to baseball, okay? It used to be you could drive by a baseball field. You know, you go back 30, 40, 50 years ago, and in the summer, there's always kids out there. If there's not an organized game, there's kids out there playing, you know, playing some kind of game. Or there's some dad pitching, you know, batting practice to his son or daughter. You know what I'm saying? You go drive. I do. You go, and to the point where I drive by, the fields there on Highway N, what is that, the SPAA or the whatever, the, you know, like, you know, the fields, not, you know what I'm talking about there on, on N between Cottleville and O'Fallon? You know what I'm talking yes, about? I know. There's never anybody there. If you go into Washmo. They moved, though, didn't they? No, they're still there. If you go into Washmo. Sure? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you go into Washmo, right there in Highway 100, right in the corner, I think it's, I think it's called International Drive or Rabbit Run, Rabbit Trail Drive, right as you're coming into Washmo. 
there used to be two baseball fields. If you're coming into Washmo, the first traffic light you're going to hit, if you're coming west of 100, first traffic light you're going to hit is East 5th Street, where Hillerman is. And if you go down the hill a little bit, you go over the hill, and across the street from where Target is, there were two baseball fields. They tore them out. They're not there anymore. They tore the baseball fields out. Tore Did the they say why? They turned it into soccer fields. They're soccer fields now. What is soccer is a new baseball? I don't, know, I don't know, but I never. But but when there were baseball fields, I see people up there playing baseball all the time. I never see anybody there anymore. You know, you drive around, you know, to like schools and things like that. I mean, when my kids were younger, and my uh, all three of my kids, matter of fact, my youngest son, I actually managed his team. We had a tough time finding a place to practice. I could find any place now. They're all empty. Now, people go like, well, it's because kids don't like baseball anymore. No, it's because kids don't get outside anymore. Because their mom and dad goes like, oh, my God, it's global warming. Little Billy, if you go outside, your head's going to shrivel like a prune because it's so hot out there. Guess what? It was hot. (laughs) But kids can withstand that. You know? I mean, Better than we can. I mean, once again, you become acclimated to it. Because it's like construction workers. How can those guys and gals stand out there in the heat all day long? They get used to it. Now, I'm not trying to say that they still don't get sick, that they don't have you know, heat, you know, heat stroke and things like that. That still happens. But once again, it, you get used to it. And it's to the point where like global warming is responsible for our kids getting fat. No, it's because... We let them get lazy. We let them sit inside, play video games. My kids, I mean, my, my sons, my three sons, they play some goofy video game. My one son's in Pensacola, Florida. My other son, another one of my sons in Boston. My third son is right here in St. Louis. They're playing some multiplayer game where they're all online together, sitting inside in the air conditioning, probably right now playing that stupid video game. Instead, they could be out doing something. They and could... talking about you. <laughs> right. Can you imagine? My dad, our dad's so stupid. Can you believe he does that stupid radio show still? <laughs> and who is that girl? <laughs> She's a dummy. It goes on to say, it goes on to say, now listen, it's been a lot hotter and the weather has been crazy, but I think it also has to do with technology. Now that's the smart guy. So <laughs> this is, <laughs> uh, CBS here, here, get, here's here's the report from CBS. Today's children are 30% less aerobically fit than their parents were at their age. New study found the study points to the study points to climate change as rising temperatures adversely affect childhood obesity as children spend less time exercising outdoors. Let let me get my chart. Highest temperatures ever. <laughs> we're in 1954-1934. Okay, here's the here's the list of the top 50 highs and I'm going like, okay, I'm going to read you this is the the warmest, okay? The top 10. I'll just read the years. 1954, 54, 34, 54, 54, 34, 2017, 2012, 2016, 36, 34, 1934, 1930, 1984, 1980, 1901, 1901. I'm down to 21. 2012, 2012, 2012. 1966, 66, 36, 36, 34, 34, 30, 30. 1901, 1901. It's not the hottest temperatures ever been. I mean, like, and what about back in the 50s, okay? If you were born, like, in 1954, let's say you were, like, 10 years old. You just had a RC cola and a moon pie. <laughs> right, you went outside and played baseball, you know? Yep. <laughs> but, but it was it was blazing hot. And then hot. in the 70s, you run behind the fogger. <laughs> right, it was blazing hot in 1954. It was blazing hot in 1934. Yep. Those kids weren't obese, you know? I mean, where did they come up with this stuff? 
I don't get it. It just drives me nuts. You know, it's at a point where people, I heard somebody the other day, oh, it's never been this hot in St. Louis. It has been this year. Okay, let me think about How that. How quickly from, they forget. Right. Let's go back to 1954. It was 115 degrees. Has it been 100? When's the last time it was been 115 degrees? It hasn't been 150 degrees in 68 years. <laughs> you know, it hasn't been that hot. And the second highest temperature was 112. That was in 1954 also. It hasn't been that hot in 68 years. The next highest temperature, 111, was in 1934. That's 88 years. <laughs> what is going on? I don't get it. I don't get it either, Brad. Boy, your daughter's going to say you sound like Darth Vader there. She's going to say, Mom, you sound like Darth Vader. <laughs> say Brad, <something. laughs> I'm not your father. Oh, thank God for that. 745. I know. It is BS.show. That's Ava Max. You know her real name is? No. Her real name is Esther McGillicuddy. No. It is Esther McGillicuddy. I I actually can see that because all my all my family we had a real small family but we all we all had um, generational names. Shelley's Shelley's not well. Is Shelley an old name? It is. I was named after my father. Well, old names are new. Like my daughter's name Amanda. You know, and there's four zillion Amandas. Now you hear all these names that used to be like you know Martha. You know, like Martha Washington. You know. I mean, like, yes, I do. You can't get an older name than that. Okay, want to talk about various sponsors. We're trying to promote all our sponsors in the station. First off, thank you very much. We've got great sponsors in the station. Bentley's Marine Electronics. If you need anything to do with your car or your boat, this is the place. They're in Lake St. Louis, right there. You know, by the way, have you been off of um, um, going uh, east on 70? Have you used the new little little roundabout there? Uh-huh. Do you like it? It's no different than no. It, it beats you know. It's, it's it's no more complicated than it is on mid rivers. Well, or it beats the stupid traffic light there at the top of the ramp. Because remember, our office was on the other side of the highway. And if you're going east on 70, get off there at Lake St. Louis. It took forever to make a left turn. Now you just go through the roundabout. Anyway, if you go through the roundabout there, you go on the north side of the lake. They're around the corner there. They're at uh, the official 1198 Lake St. Louis Boulevard. They're on the web. And, and by the way, according to Google, they have another perfect five-star rating. 5.0 is their rating. Great place to go. Locally owned. You can check them out at Bentley's Electronics and B-E-N-T-L-E-Y-S, Bentley'sElectronics.com. Okay. And there's not a whole lot of electronic stores left. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where and, you know, that's the next thing I want to talk about. Okay. A week ago Friday, August 5th, I lost my wallet. I have never lost my wallet ever. And the funny thing about this, we talk about all this goofy stuff about, about you know, you have to have a driver, you know, it's terrible that you have to have a, a picture ID to vote. Okay, I think I'm up to number 12 of things that I've been asked for my, my, my picture ID. I don't have one. And the goofy thing is, I got a temporary one. And what does it say on my temporary little paper thing where I went to the license bureau last week? Guess what it says? Not for not for, not for identification purposes. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a piece of paper which has my picture on it, and it has you know it's it's my it's my temporary ID until my new one. And somebody said to me last week, "Well, you get them right when you go to the license bureau." No, they don't do that anymore. Ever ever since they switched they to the new, they give you a paper. They give you paper, and then they send them to you in the mail. Back in the yeah. day, the little machine cranked out your driver's license, and you walked out of there with a little piece of plastic. Remember that? Not I anymore. Do. Those you know, were the days. Yeah, those were the days. My Not friend, anymore. I thought they'd never end. Okay, so here's my latest problem. 
I order a new wallet that has a little hole in it for an Apple AirTag. You know what an Apple AirTag is? I do not. You don't know what an AirTag is? Do you know no, what do you know I what a, do you know what a tile is? T I L E tile. I do. Okay, it's essentially the same thing. Works a little bit okay. different. Instead of being square, it's round. And the goofy thing about the Apple AirTags is they're round. There's no place to like stick a key key fob in or anything like that. You got to buy an accessory. Of course, you have to buy an accessory because it's Apple. You have to buy. It. And matter of fact, if you, it's gotten crazy, there's I saw something the other day. There's some designer in Paris that sells a little thing that you attach to your purse. It's only four hundred ninety nine dollars. It's like the Givenchy. What does it do? It holds your Apple AirTag, which is twenty nine bucks. You spend five hundred dollars for a piece of leather to hold your twenty nine dollar Apple AirTag. Okay. So I get my little wallet that has my Apple AirTag in it, okay? First off, uh-huh. I order one from from uh, Amazon, okay? It was supposed to deliver, be delivered Wednesday. Doesn't show up on Wednesday. Doesn't show up on Thursday. Does show up, doesn't show up on Friday. It's supposed to show up today. So over the weekend, I think to myself, okay, I got my new little wallet. I got two of my little debit cards replaced by the bank. I'm building up my little wallet again. I need an AirTag. I can't find them anywhere. They are gone. I mean, they used to be, used to be able to go into Best Buy. Matter of fact, yesterday, the reason I'm down in the valley, I ate lunch at, at Culver's because I went to Wally World because I looked up places and it said, Walmart has AirTags. So I go online and I go, you know, okay, which one has it? The Chesterfield Supercenter. I'm in the parking lot. I'm sitting, okay, before I go in and try to find the stupid AirTags, I'm going to check one more time. In stock, available for pickup right now, okay? First off, here's my complaint about Walmart. They've got this goofy aisle system. It was on aisle K5. I walk in the door. I say to the guy right inside the door, hey, where's K5? I don't know. The guy works at Walmart, okay? I'm walking down the aisle. I'm trying to find, and the thing is, it doesn't make any sense the way they've got it, you know, A A6, because there's no map that tells you where the aisles are. You know, in other words, it would be make sense if on the same website that they had that the products available in K5, and they had a map that says, okay, here's the store map. You're here. K5 is here. You know what I mean? It's like you, okay, I walk back 14 aisles. I make a left. So I, I'm walking in through the store, and another Walmart guy passes me, and I says, hey, look, I'm looking for K5. And he goes, K5? I don't think we have a K5. I'm going, I showed him my phone. says right here, you have the right K5. And he says, oh, that's electronics. He says, you got to go down to the left, and you go down about 20 aisles, and it's on your right. So I go down there, and sure enough, I find K5. But guess what? The AirTags aren't in K5. They're in K6. So they're probably under lock and key. Exactly. So I say to the guy, "Hey, are they in that locked cabinet?" He goes, "Yeah." He says, "I got the keys." He goes over. Guess what? They don't have any. They're gone. Even though I says you're no brand new roller skate, huh? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it says your inventory says you have five. Well, don't pay any attention to that inventory. It's always wrong. Okay, this is this is a this is a Wally World ploy, right? They got this super sophisticated computer system tells you they're supposed to have five. They don't have any. Okay, so then I think to myself, you know what? I'll just try and see if I can order another one on Amazon. I'm looking at Amazon right now. Guess what? They are unavailable on Amazon. You can't find them anywhere. They are gone. So hold it. She says, the smartest woman says, my Walmart has them. And I'm going to take it back. Are you sure? (laughs) 
question, 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 question. You know, they're not to be found anywhere. Now, if you know about the Apple AirTags, there's been controversy because, of course, people, oh, they can use them for stalking. Do you know how they work? They're pretty cool. You put them, like, in your wallet. And I know someone else who lost their wallet told me that's how I got the idea. They lost their wallet. And luckily, they got their wallet back. Somebody found it, you know, found out what their phone number was, called them. Hey, I found your wallet. They had money in it and the whole bit. They got it returned. Not me. I got a $100 bill in my wallet, on my credit cards, on my IDs. Gone. Can't find it anywhere. It's gone, 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 gone. And I can't find the stupid air tags. Now, I I get to get out here in a minute. Okay. The reason I've heard that they're unavailable, I found a story. I typed in last night why can't i find any apple air tags and you know what the answer was be- what because they're coming out with air tag 2 which will probably not be the size that my new wallet has in it you know what i mean it'll probably be a different size and it won't fit there's some air tags on uh, marketplace <sighs> i'm not buying somebody's used air tag because it's the- like they're in new boxes then they'll stalk me you know i mean no they won't I have apple somebody- tear Apple Air Tag 4-Pack. I don't want a 4-Pack. $75. I just, I just want one. That's all I want, one Air Tag. We got to get out of here, okay? You ready? Oh, is S- it? Yeah, say goodbye. Aww. Real quick, real quick. Okay, real quick. He- goodbye, everybody, Brad. It's been a heaven as usual. Be Peace and I fly. Good thing you weren't quick. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.